Amen, amen. We just want to thank everybody who is watching on the live stream and that is in the cars right now just for joining us today on this great Sunday. But I'm a little excited today. I just want to know, is there anybody that's arrived to the mindset that they are just simply grateful for being alive today? Has anybody came to the conclusion that God you have allowed me to be here today, and despite of what's going on, I'm going to render you a hallelujah. Despite that's what's going on, God, I'm going to say thank you. See, I'm just crazy enough to believe that, God, you are still doing some amazing things. See, the media wants us to believe that everything that's going on is just all negative. See, I'm not telling you to ignore what is taking place, the racism in 2020. I'm not telling you to ignore that. Go get your uncles, your cousins, your aunts, and everybody, and try to go vote and see what change you can make. Put some different people in the position that can make some better decisions. And in reference to the COVID-19, Yes, there are people that are dying. There are circumstances that have taken place. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their businesses. People are in deep, dire of need of different things right now. So I'm not telling you to be ignorant on what's going on, but I'm telling you that even in the midst of the turmoil, my God is still able to do some things. I'm telling you that still, I have to get a, a muster up some faith and say, God, I know you can turn this thing around. I got just enough little mustard seed faith that God, you can do something. See, it's not all just bad. See, right now, somebody's home with their kids that's been off a couple of months and had the time to spend with their kids and found out that that kid was getting bullied for the last three, four, six months. They didn't even know their own kid was getting bullied. So right now was an opportunity for that kid to have some months off. And for that, I'm grateful. Some people had the opportunity to get with their spouse and mend something that was on the verge of destroying them and their kid's life. So for that, I'm grateful. There are many different things that have started occurring that is actually positive. See, I was grateful just to have some time off for my body to be able to be healed. Now, not necessarily want looking forward to not having any money, but having the time for my body to be healed was just miraculous. And for that, I just said, God, I'm thank you. See, we have to just remember that God is still able. See, this is what happened to me. The first week, I was counting the days. God, I have no money. Second week, I was counting the days. God, I have no money. Third week arrived, I'm still at the same conclusion. God, I still have no money. Bills are coming through. Different things is happening. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. But somebody say week four. Come on. I don't care if you're in your car. Let me see them lips move. During week four, I came to the conclusion, God, you promised to supply all my needs. So it doesn't matter 
when it comes, God, I know it's going to come right on time. So I started changing my mindset. I started getting myself in a better position. I started expecting God to do something. See, when you start expecting and looking for God to make a change and render you something, God will start to do it. See, it wasn't until week four with my hour. With my arms open and I'm saying, God, pour. Pour it out, God. I don't care where it comes from. Just pour it out. Stimulus check came. I don't care where it came from. I don't care how the government did it. It came. I started paying some bills and I said, God, I thank you. In the midst of that. Now, it was not what I was usually making, but I still had to have enough sense that God you promised to supply my needs, not send me to go get Gucci, new 13s and new outfits and everything, but just supply my needs. See, I was just remembering that on Tuesday nights we're out here passing food, and I'm just grateful that God allowed my family to be able to pass our food and take food. See, sometimes God gives us a little common sense and some wisdoms, but we have to then apply it. See, the food was here. All I had to do is take it. Once I started taking the food, that meant, hey, now you have something that you would have had to spend money on. But now you don't have to spend that money right there. So what was that? That was God pouring out some more into my life. The more I kept looking, the more I kept expecting, the more God was doing. So then I said, God, I got some other things I need you to take place right now. Come on in, come on inside of it and change it for me right now, God. Kept looking, kept looking. More money came from somewhere. It got to the point, y'all, that money was coming from different places. I can't even remember where it came from. So I have found myself in a mess where I was first, the first weeks, destroyed in my mind. And then I had to grasp the concept, God, you can do whatever I need. So right now, if you need God to do something, you got to say, God, in despite of what's going on, God, I need you to do some things right now for me. So if we was going to use a topic, it would just simply say moving away from the reality, moving away from the normal. God Move me away from what I thought was normal. We're going to journey on down to John 21, chapter 1 through 14. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel of Canaan, and Galilee, Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Recognize this. They went out to set to do something that they have done before, but without God, they got nothing. It wasn't abnormal for them to do what they were doing, but that night they got nothing. Scripture jumps on to four. It says, just as the day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know it was Jesus. 
Sometimes God sends people in your life to grant you some wisdom and understanding about something, but what happens with us, we don't listen. We don't even know that's Jesus speaking to us, so we just don't listen. But here's the crazy thing. It said they didn't even know that it was Jesus, and it said that Jesus said to them, children, do you have any fish? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. So they decided to take the advice of somebody they didn't even really know and did the opposite of what was normal. Somebody got to realize doing what's abnormal with Jesus is normal. Doing what seemed abnormal. See, it was not normal practice for a fisherman to cast on that side. But Jesus already knew what to do. So he told them and they followed the instructions. So sometimes you just got to take that wisdom and apply it. Whoever it comes from, make it applicable in your life. Apply the knowledge. Because they did that, they received an overload of quantity of fish. If you're looking for God to do something, he's speaking, telling you to do the opposite, please do it. You have to remember this one thing, that with God on your side, everything is possible. With God on your side, you don't have to worry if it's going to come through. You know that it will come through. So you got to go into the battle knowing that it's one on five. And all I need is the one that Jesus and with that one that brings the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So all in one, I got the three. So my three versus your five will win all day. You just got to remember that with God, it is possible. So it says, so Simon Peter went abroad and hauled the net ashore full of the large fish. 153 of them, and although they were so many, the net was torn. Jesus said to them, come and have, have breakfast. Now none of his disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. So let's rehash. Once you start taking the wisdom, making it applicable, and knowing who's on your side, you are guaranteed a win. So in the COVID season, you are guaranteed a win. You just got to stand on the word of God. See, the God sent the word, and the word was with God in the beginning. But if you're not using the word, you're useless. He's given it to us to have for times just like this. See, the great thing about it, my God, it didn't catch him by surprise. It caught me. See, that's what I love about God. He was not surprised about what was uh, going to occur. He already knew, and that's why he had the ram in the bush just for me. I don't know if he had one for you, but he had one just for me. See, let's journey on down to John chapter 4, 46 through 50. It says, once more he visited in Cana in um, Galilee where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lacked sick at Capernaum. When the, this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judah, 
he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. See, that's the type of faith that you got to be encouraged to have. First, he was there begging Jesus, please do something. I don't want to lose my son. I don't want to just keep on moving without him. But once he took a moment and got the understanding that God can do it without even being there, he received that thing and took off. See, you got to not just hear the wisdom, but you got to take off with it. The wisdom comes, but if you don't do anything, it just drops. This man had enough crazy faith to just to say, you said it's done? Oh, God, I'm gone. He just was crazy enough, had the audacity to believe that the son of man was able to do exactly what he said was done. See, in my house, I do the finances. I pay the bills and everything. And me and my wife, we have to share the same account. All money I earn, all money she earns goes to the, well, I don't know if she put all the money in there because, you know, if she's watching. I know some call in that bag in some other places. But all the money goes in there and I pay the bills and everything. And, and we have it set up where my wife trusts me enough to not even know if I'm actually paying the stuff. She just keeps it moving. Sometimes we got to be just like me and my wife is. You just got to keep it moving when you know God is in control. I know that God is on my side, so I got to walk like I'm confident. I got to walk like I'm arrogant. I got to walk like I got this. It does not matter what is in the midst of you. Long as God is on the same side with you, you are able to overcome it. You are able to win. You're a winner. Tell somebody, thank God I'm a winner. Thank God you did this for me. Thank God you're able. Thank God you're healing. See, where we get the concept is we got to see something physically with our eyes, but I'm just crazy enough that I don't no longer have to see it. I just got to start believing, God, if you promise me, then it's done. If you said that it would happen, then God is done. See, I don't know about you, but my credit right now was the lowest thing I ever seen. But see, what I started to do is, God, the same way you sit the finances, God, I'm just going to pay every bill, God. I'm not going to be stupid with what you have given me. I'm going to be mindful and start paying these people back. And, God, I'm expecting you to reboot my credit, God. Take me back up to the mid-sevens. And when you do that, God, I'm expecting to buy some things that I could no longer, I couldn't buy in the beginning. See, I am trying to be in a position where I am better off than where I was before. If he gave Job double, I believe I can get it too. I'm just crazy. I'm just crazy enough to stand on God's word right now. God, I just thank you. See where we go wrong. This is what happened to us. We like to wait to the end of the storm to then see what the outcome is. You got to do something in the middle. See, I'm expecting, let me break it down to you. Y'all see this roof? You got that? Y'all see this roof? 
Y'all see? It needs to be done, right? So here's the thing. You got to be able to follow the vision that's set before you. My crazy pastors, that's Dr. Saunders and executives of Sylvia Saunders, my crazy pastors decided to ask for money for a roof during COVID-19. People lost jobs and don't have businesses and don't have money, but they decided this is the time to ask for money to get us a new roof. So what did I do? I said, God, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to tie as much as I can like I was still making the income that I had before. I'm going to try to make some offerings when I knew all I had was that $20. But, God, I'm just going to make the offering anyway. So when she asked for the building fund, I gave. I gave again. And see, again, let's piggyback. This is a good thing that my, I don't tell my wife every time we give because she may think that I'm crazy sometimes. All she want to know is, do we got any money? No, we don't. You don't know because I gave it all to the church. But the concept of this, because I gave, and that was the key of me receiving those different payments coming around. See, once you give into God's bosom, he promises to render you something back. The problem is we're afraid to sow something to God. We're afraid to give him our little that we have, not knowing that it's not ours anyway. God, this is what I have. This is the last of my oil, God. I'm trying to be like that lady and just give it to you, God, and do something to allow my cup to overflow. Anybody need God to overflow something in their life? Because God, because God can, because he can, God, I expect you to, because you can. Anybody get in their spirit, just say, because you can, God, I expect you to do it. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for everybody out here today. God, we just want to pray for those who during the turmoil is trying to make the decision, God, that I decide to stretch out on you today, God. I'm just going to make the decision right now, God, that you are all I need. And long as I have you, God, long as I have you, Jesus, you will supply my every need. Before, I was thinking that you could supply, but as of today, God, I know you can supply my every need. God, keep us safe, God. Continue to be with us, God, and continue to, to share your strength, your comfort on those who lost their loved ones, God. We are not forgetting what has happened to you. To the Floyd family, to everybody who has had to deal with racism of some kind of nature. God, we see you doing something in despite of what we can see. All we have to do is do what we can. See, it's not my job to find out what day or what month or what year God is going to change this situation. It's my job to just know that God can. And just believe that with him, all things are possible. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen.